Who are you? Your new lord and master. You may call me Darkseid. Absolutely terrifying. This is Darkseid's Couch. This is James. This is Mike. I'm Shay. Hey, that kind of worked. Yeah. So, pretty good. Um, things are a little different. Uh, things are very different. The situation is devolving rapidly, and uh, we can't leave our homes anymore. No. So, no, so uh, I'm at home, and uh, now I realize I never have to go to James and Shay's ever again. Yeah, if only you could just zoom into the grocery store and the pornography store and all the other various places you need to get your sundries. Well, you, you, can zo- you can zoom you can. into the pornography store. Hey, hey advertisement Pornhub is giving away their premium for like three months so wink wink nudge nudge yep go jack it off at will and anti-advertisement the comic book industry apparently is collapsing because of coronavirus the comic book industry has not been not collapsing since like 1962 like there's always and dc just donated a bunch of money yeah it's i mean i think marvel unlimited opened up their vaults or some selective stuff i don't know there's there's all kinds of free stuff as you kind of watch the world burn when you're stuck in your house there's all kinds it's, of it seems like every time i log into social media i, I see another story about another comic book store closes because of the uh, coronavirus because man i tell you this day and age you're opening up a comic book store you're taking a huge huge risk oh yeah you don't do it for the money the, the, the days of those those fat cat comic book store owners are long gone. Remember All right, no the, more death of Superman's for you. No, it's never happening <laughs> again. Obama's not going to hang out with Spider-Man again. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, so we're doing this whole one over Zoom uh, for the first time. So there's going to be technical fuck ups. Just roll with it. It's a free podcast. I got to watch James squirm in his seat knowing I had to do my own audio mixing. Yeah, well, you, you got that good. I thought there was going to be a huge buzz on your mic because you have the you had the thirty five dollar special. The two pack. <laughs> I spent two hundred dollars on the entirety of the equipment. That's uh, that's less than the mic I'm using right now. Oh uh, yeah, Luck- luckily I had I had a giant pile of audio cables and I just went through all of them until I found one that worked. Cobble it all together. So there's no excuse. It's no excuse for people nice. not putting their own podcasts out there of varying quality. Um, all right. So today though, let's get into it. All this sounds better than than the old it's one. Fine. We used to do. It's fine. Everything's fine. Uh, let's get into it though. Okay. Um, so today. We're going to talk about Judge Dredd. We haven't talked about Judge Dredd, which is kind of surprising. Considering I love both Judge Dredd and Robocop, and it's the same character. It's pretty yeah. much the same character, yeah. So Judge Dredd, uh, we haven't talked about him before. He is basically Robocop. It's actually a satirical Robocop, uh, created in 1977 by John Wagner, who wrote the book we're going to be talking about today. Technically, Robocop would be serious Judge Dredd. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Robocop is earnest Judge Dredd. Robocop is Judge Dredd if he didn't get the joke. Basically, yeah. like, it didn't get what was going on. Um, created, Great movie, though. Everyone should see it. It is amazing. Uh, created by John Wagner, who wrote the book we're going to be talking about today, Carlos Escuera and Pat Mills. Uh, a couple notes of fun facts about Judge Dredd. He was named after the stage name of Alexander Minto Hughes, who is an English reggae and ska musician. Basically, Ugh. yeah. Ugh. Uh, yeah, well, that's something. Uh, he debuted in, uh, I think it was 1977, in uh, the insane British sci-fi magazine 2000 AD. Uh, and the, still running to this still day, running to this it? day, and Dread is always Dread is still in there, and he is still the probably the most popular feature to this day after like over a thousand issues of that book. It launched a lot of careers, mm. though. Yeah, Alan Moore, everybody, uh, Brian Boland, uh, Bollard, we're gonna see uh, actually illustrated this book. Um, basically, the idea of Dread 
is he is uh, one of the several street judges who's allowed to enforce justice on their own. So they're basically sanctioned superheroes. They live in uh, Mega City One, which is basically, uh, essentially the, the world has been destroyed through, I believe, like radioactive war. And so most of, the, most, most of the world is radioactive. So where there are people, there are a lot of people, and they're just in extreme population density. So it's like three months from now. They also have, but they also have like intergalactic travel. Yeah, it's weird. There, are, there are aliens. Don't worry if you thought there weren't going to be aliens. Uh, there will be aliens. So um, let's see. Yeah, we don't, we don't really ever learn much about Dread. We don't see him without his helmet, except in the '90s Stallone movie where they just said whatever. Besides that, besides that little part, it is pretty accurate well, to how the comic book And is. if you look at his jawline, he re- his jawline really is sliced alone. I can imagine like Sylvester Stallone like gets the script and goes, well, I can't see my face in the movie. The whole people won't go to see it if you can't see my face. And they're like, okay. How are well, they going to know it's me? They're not going to know it's me if I can't take off the helmet. Also, why isn't my name Sly? <laughs> you should put Sly on the marquee. On it. But other than that, yeah, I don't know. I, I, he's like 80 years old. Yeah, he's still yeah. jacked. But That's he's like, a living when, steroid. He's that weird wrinkled jacked. Yeah. It's if it's you're gross. 80 years old and you're not taking steroids, you're fucking up because you just look at Sylvester Stallone. It's like, see, you could still look and feel like a wrinkly 20 year old. I don't think he if right. you just takes drugs. Yeah, he hasn't felt since Copland. <sighs> I think his back is broken, I think. Like he was doing a movie and he broke his back and they're like, well, I guess we'll just finish the movie. Makes sense. With my broken spine. <laughs> and just, he's just lying down for every scene in the room. The room the what movie. a tough guy. His whole um, life is crazy. There's a, actually, there's a movie they should make yeah. based actually, on Sly Stallone's career. Actually, about his helmet, uh, they say that his uh, the trend of never showing his face started when he was supposed to be demasked in an early uh, book, but the artist couldn't figure it out, couldn't get it right. So they just kind of put a censored tag on it and made a joke out of it. And after that, they never show his face. However, Simon Beasley, who uh, I may be pronouncing it wrong, Beasley, did a lot of the painted artwork that we see. Actually, he painted the covers of those Batman uh, alien books we just did. Uh, He did draw Judge's face in uh, Judgment on Gotham, but it was removed from the early pencils. And then what I thought was kind of cool, they did accidentally show his face uh, during the Dread Angel story because the artist drew uh, the character who was the founder of the Justice Department. And then later on, we find out that Judge Dread was cloned from that guy. So just yeah, by looking at that it, guy, you see it. With experimentation that we from cloning animals, we know that just because you clone something doesn't mean it's going to look just like the yeah, original. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, close like They clone cats and the cats never look the same. Yeah. So... In the, in the 90s, Judge Dredd almost kind of broke through to the mainstream. He had a big movie uh, that didn't do super well, but he had a movie, a television show that supposedly in development might happen. There's a canceled video game that I saw recently that looked insane, and it actually has a um, my favorite feature of the video game because it just it's this weird beat-em-up game, and it's just got all sorts of like stolen assets from like Battlestar Galactica and everything, and I don't know if they plan to replace it or, or what, but there's a scene where like a Paris Hilton-type lady is walking down the street, and she's got her little dog on a leash, but a, the dog is a mini goro from mortal Kombat. oh that's the old uh judge dread beat up game like that you can just download that yeah, as, a, as a rom now. yeah but it was never released yeah yeah it, but it's oh i didn't know that yeah. i thought you could because i think i have it on my they computer never finished somewhere. it because there's like elements in there from other there's a spaceship in there that's clearly from maybe stargate or one of those shows and everybody's like were you gonna swap that out if the game got further along or <laughs> or what was that so nobody really knows but um but basically yeah that that's that's the setup of judge dread it's a satirical it's, dude it's it does seem like a missed opportunity to not make like a Grand Theft Auto style Judge Dredd oh game. That'd be fun. Like, no, that'd be it would be, be like it. a Duke Nukem style game. 
Sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, 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 I mean, it's being. Uh, you could also ride your Judge Dredd motorcycle around. <laughs> Dread cycle. You know, like if that's if that's not in the game, like I want to play another game. Okay. So today we're going to be looking at. Uh, it's called. It's uh, a couple excerpts from the Judge Child Quest. Uh, we're going to be looking at issue four. Although these are all just uh, collected snippets from the 2000 AD magazine. But uh, in the 80s, uh, 70s, 80s, a publisher called Eagle Comics came around just to reprint those old issues for North America. So this is technically issue four of that, but it's really kind of three separate mini issues. Um, originally published in 1980, written by one of the co-creators, John Wagner, art by Ron Smith, Mike McMahon, and the great Brian Boland, who I think most people probably know as the uh, artist for um, Alan Moore's Killing Joke. Arguably the most famous Joker story. Yeah, well, that's all. That's a whole other deal. I don't care for it. it. I'm sorry. There's a lot. I don't like it. There's a lot I could say about it. I tell you, I mean, I don't want to get too much into the rabbit hole because it's it's complicated. But I had mixed feelings about it. There were things I liked, things I didn't. And then I I read a conspiracy theory because there's always the back and forth about did he kill the Joker at the end? And the script says he does not. The script says he absolutely does not. However, there's one weird panel, and I won't go down the whole rabbit hole. There's one single panel in the whole book that makes no fucking sense unless he does kill him. There's a single panel where Batman's looking down at his hand. And if you if you watch carefully in the fight scene before and after, it looks like he got Joker's uh, joy buzzer, his poison joy buzzer off his hand. And then we never, and it looks like Batman has it now and he's debating whether or not he should use it on Joker. And I thought the he, last panel was he was strangling him to death. It's not the last panel. It's in the fight, in the, in the fun house when they're fighting. There's one weird panel that makes no sense in the context of the rest of the book where Batman's looking down at his hand for no reason. And if you look at it with the conspiracy theory that he kills Joker at the end, then the idea is, oh, he's looking at the buzzer. He just took the buzzer from Joker and he's debating whether or not he's going to kill him. Uh, well, whatever. That book sucks. But uh, that's, and great, I'm, a, I'm an avid Fantastic. Alan Moore fan and I like most of the stuff he does. I just thought, I don't know. Alan Moore bad. is great. You know, a good compliment, an Alan Moore t- compliment to Judge Dredd would be uh, Top 10. If you've never read Top 10, it's like a it's a like a police procedural. It's like NYPD Blue, except it's in a town where everybody's either a robot or a superhero. So it's just the police precinct and, and they all have their weird biases and their weird racisms towards different kinds of freaks and everything. It's great. It's really, really good. It's funny. Well, by God, you know what? Since I, I, I can't leave my home, I might as well read that. Yeah. Top 10 is great. It's how really how old is it? Uh, 2000 or so came out. It's, it's nah, a little too old. new. I was yeah. like, you just do it. And it's like, ah, no, we can't. Yeah, it's too good. It's too good. Anyway, so the all cover right. of this book is a guy in a trench coat mm-hmm. and he's got pieces of them in perfect squares missing. Right. And you're going, holy Moses, holy is spelled like Whole holy holy oh, moses puns. i'm going to pieces and he's uh, missing part of his pompadour in his eye and one of his nipples and we did pick this because it's got a very unique disease a very unique viral disease uh that we all felt like being terrified by mm-hmm. so we weren't scared enough i mean i'm actually not pretty scared like i'm enjoy i'm i am enjoying the time off even though i'm gonna be broke and everyone's gonna die but yeah. it's like eh, i mean all my little nagging injuries are like going away. Well, while the ship is going down, you might as well just have a good time. Sleeping eight hours a day. Oh my God. Eight I never hours. Thought I was, You've been sleeping until like 2 p.m. Right, but I don't go to bed till 6 a.m. Oh God. That sounds like me in high school. It's terrible. I've been staying up all night playing this, this old PlayStation 1 game called Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Oh, I had yeah. people like for the last 10 years, they've been hounding me to play it as one of the best games ever made. And you know what? It is pretty damn good. I'm enjoying it. People do speak highly of it. So I don't know that that's one thing you can do. You could also, you know, learn a language or something. Yeah, that's okay. Video games. I had a friend of mine. She was telling me she's learning French and I'm like, that's pretty yeah. worthless. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I mean, like, it's not the best language. I mean, I, I for shits and giggles on Duolingo have been learning Dutch. 
Yeah, I was learning German and now I'm learning Spanish because really every American should know how to speak Spanish. It's getting ridiculous. Yeah, I agree. It is, it's, it's ridiculous that Spanish isn't like a required language. Yeah. The other one I was going to look at was ASL. Yeah. Useful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And profitable. Yeah. If you okay. live in my section of the city, Mandarin Chinese would be pretty good. <laughs> okay. We're going to get into the, we're going to get into this book now because we've got a lot to cover. Uh, artwork <laughs> is beautiful. I love the artwork because yeah. Brian Bolin is, uh, if you've never seen his artwork, go look it up because it's realistic, but it's also he'll, when he's drawing aliens, it looks great because they look like real aliens. They look like the actual aliens you would see in real life because he's such a realistic artist. So seeing him draw this crazy stuff, it's, it's really, really cool. And during a time when uh, the art in comic books weren't necessarily something, yeah, that, they, uh, yeah, because like because they were time like, constraints we yeah. and such, and they were like, you know, we don't know that anyone's ever. The assumption was nobody's ever going to see these again after they've been on the shelves for a month. So why make them all that good? And uh, no, they th- this is like this stands the test of time. It looks great now. It looks we're spoiled because like n- nowadays because everyone just. Uh, they do make their panels and their uh, comic art on their computer where you could get, uh, you could do a lot of great things faster. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's spoiled because every comic book now is amazing looking, but back then that wasn't the case. Yeah. This Brian Boland had to chop down his own lumber to make the paper to draw <laughs> these images on. Yeah. I believe you. Yep. I, I, uh, okay. So one of the creepiest things I found in this entire comic is in the, the, so it's kind of broken up into three different chunks. The first chunk, the one that is, uh, the one that is illustrated by Brian Bolin, the aliens have like two fingernails to each finger. So it yeah. almost kind of looks oh, like yeah. they have hooks. It's a great look. It's, it's, it's so, ugh, it like makes my skin crawl. It's great. Well, so Do you like just chew your nails off? You just hate fingernails? I don't understand. No, just the way it looks. Just the way it looks mm. with two fingernails well, on one finger. It's gross. This whole world looks crazy. And it's great. It's It's got these various sort of Dr. Seuss. It's technically supposed to be pronounced Dr. Seuss, but I'll say Dr. Seuss because everyone does. Yeah. Dr. Hipster. Seuss world. With Is these it really Dr. Seuss? Yeah. Really? Yep. Yeah. He How was, do you know that? I read about it. His friend actually composed a Dr. Seuss-esque uh, limerick to help people remember how you're supposed to say it. It's supposed to rhyme with rejoice, but oh whatever. God. Have you read a Dr. Seuss book? No. Me? Sure. Either of you? No, yeah, I haven't. absolutely. I had a bunch as a kid. Okay. I just right. seen the anyway. Jim Carrey Grinch movie with my right. dad, and that's it. Well, that's basically the way this world looks. Um, the medical facility is a shoe or is a foot. The it's a foot. Facility is yeah, giant foot. it's like the, the above the ankle is like the the windows of the building, but below yeah. it is just a normal foot. Yeah, exactly. Other buildings, umbrellas are and teacups. Cups. It's great. Yeah. So, like the the man, uh, he's like also a weird purplish shoe. I don't know if it was just for. If, I don't know if, if the jigsaw disease is making him purple, but the the alien doctor is this weird yellow Yoda with like yeah the fingernails and uh, he's trying this yeah. guy who clearly isn't from this planet is trying to figure out why sections of his body are vanishing, but he's not dying and the doctor's yep. like yeah it's the jigsaw disease there's no cure you're gonna die and that's it they, he gives him like forty days. And uh, the guy freaks out. And uh, then we cut over and we see Judge Dredd. And I guess they've been looking for Judge Dredd and some of the other judges are looking for someone called the Judge Child, who's like a precog, precognitive uh, mutant child that they're looking for. Mm-hmm. So they've got something ship. called the. Yep. They fly around in a ship shaped like a giant cock and balls. Yeah. And uh, so they've got this Oracle Spice and uh, they're going to decide, well, you know, somebody's got to take this Oracle Spice. It's going to give you some sort of insight into finding uh, the guy with the jigsaw disease, Prosser. <laughs> so they've got this guy Lopez. Lopez looks um, like he's decide. from an eighties like detective show. He's got no, a big. No, he is yeah. Charles Bronson. <laughs> he <laughs> looks like Charles yeah, he's, Bronson's. He's less, probably modeled after he's Charles Bronson. Straight yeah. up, Charles Bronson. He's like Charles Bronson's like younger, less less tough brother. 
Yeah, yeah. He's got a great mustache. He looks so like, he belongs in, like he's like a roadie for three dog night. He's a total coward, uh, understandably. And they want to give him this Oracle spice. And so they, they, they force it on him and he trips way the fuck out. Oh, yeah. He uh, he sees this terrible hag hag swamp monster that turns into this frog with that a has graveyard his on its back yeah, and yeah it has its own mustache it has yeah. its own mustache and the frog basically says like hey uh you give me your life and i'll give you some information and lopez is like well i'd rather not but uh you know too little too late yeah so uh so lopez uh babbles some nonsense about bedlam and hurry and and they can't put humpty dumpty together again and all this kind of stuff which how they know about humpty dumpty is strange to me yeah and then uh he uh goes into a coma and then he goes into a coma and Judge Dredd is like, well, that should work for me. And like, <laughs> he, goes, well, he is so, he gives zero shits about this guy. Yeah, he's got work to do. He's I mean, mad they, he, he went has, into a coma. He's not sympathetic in the slightest. He That's has great. a mission to get done. And yeah. Lopez is probably not the most reliable he police ain't gonna officer. Get it done. He could probably sacrifice him for the greater good. Somebody I mean, has he, to go. He's going to get a precog psychic child out of this. So yeah, mm-hmm. sacrifice fucking Lopez. Yeah, somebody's got to go. So they decide they're going to head to Planet Ab, which is what I call my torso. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah. Yep. Um, Planet I know Ab, we're quarantined, but leave. Have you guys been doing your baby shark abs? Like, have you been doing it every single no, day? Like you're but I'm to not. Do it seven times a day. I'm not kidding. I have started singing. Wash your hands. Do, uh, do, 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 do. Wash your hands. Do, I didn't even do, know that was a thing until you just you like wrecked my day by playing that for me yeah. for like 10 hours or however long that it felt like. So then we cut back to Prosser and uh, they're trying to just idle away his time uh, playing chess with some monsters. And they're like, enough of this. I know you've got some kind of cure for this. So he starts uh, just destroying the lab and he finds a bunch of pills that say jigsaw disease mm-hmm. and he just starts downing them. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then he and, turns uh, into a clown face and he says, do you want to play a game? Oh, because of the movie. Ooh, I don't think that happens at all. I'm not sure that any of that happened. It did. All right, then. Uh, so uh, Prosser runs out and he starts complaining that uh, you didn't want to treat me because I'm a white man. <laughs> and he joined a men's rights subreddit. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, he Big does. He does complain. Though. He does give a speech. He, he does give a minor he, speech about Medicare yeah. for all. He does. He does, yeah, he does he, say you're all the same human or alien. You don't want to treat me because I'm not rich and I'm not yeah. from here. <laughs> and then the alien is like, no, actually, the, the, the drug you stole is actually going to make you die faster. It's like a Dude, mercy it's like pill, all the folks that are but, taking that malaria medicine to fight off the Corona and they're in yeah. and it's, But it ends up being like a weird pool cleaner. Cause it's, yeah. it's, it's just chlorine it's like fish, fish tank stuff. Cause it's like called the same thing. Oh, so like uh, they, yeah. they find the dumbass hobillies find it in their home and they're taking it and they're dying from it. Um, oh my God. That's not funny. I shouldn't be laughing at the death of people. No, no, absolutely not. It's terrible. Oh, uh, but this does point that, um, even in space, as long as you fuck up the economy, then we're going to pay attention, <laughs> which means guys mm-hmm. that Corona could not just be messing with earth. We could have brought down the universe. What about the Dow? God damn mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So Judge Dredd's on the weird Dr. Seuss planet and the, the, the aliens are like they're on these unicycles and uh, the, one of the buildings is an ice cream sundae. And uh, yeah, it's great. The guy who has jigsaw is just running around. He runs through the, uh, a, 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 a door that's like a human ear and it, then his mm-hmm. ankle vanishes and he decides to take more of those pills. And then when he does, his hand vanishes. Don't do drugs. Now, just like earlier today, they told him he had about 40 days and he started taking these pills and now it's accelerating. So he's taking more pills mm-hmm. like this may be Darwinism. Like, sure. This guy, 
Not a smart man. No. Yeah, this is a Darwin Award moment. He gets to the top of Escalier and yells, pills will stop this nightmare. They've got to. <laughs> hey, all right. Anyone with Which mental is a great illness. attitude. Damn. We've all screamed that. Uh, and then he falls over an escalator to nowhere, which I think they used in The Simpsons a few years later. Yeah, they did. The escalator mm-hmm. to nowhere. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know about a um, few so, years later. Eh, a decade later, yeah. Uh, so Judge Dredd finds him, and now he's falling apart. Uh, he's just in pieces and, uh, Dredd's like, well, you know, you might as well help me out here. You got nothing else to do. You're just dying. Yep. Yeah. And so, well, uh, Prosser's sort of. like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't know. We don't know where you're going. And he has this cool, like Dr. Nobody feel to him. He's Mr. Nobody, Mr. Nobody, not um, Dr. Nobody. And so I gave him an upgrade. Uh, and so, uh, Prosser goes, all right, well, I guess I'll tell you what's going on. The angel gang hijacked the ship that I was a pilot for. And I guess the angel gang, the Southern bell, yeah, the Southern bell, uh, that was the name of the ship. Of the that's, ship. His, that's the name for his dick. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Uh, and they were on their way to Xanadu with, uh, the angel gang had kidnapped this, uh, precog child, the judge child. Uh, the, the angel gang agreed to let me live and cut me in if I piloted them to Xanadu. Uh, with Don Knotts and his son so or vice versa. The gang is like this old 1920s hillbilly style. Uh, you know, they're wearing bowler hats and they're, they're unshaven and they're just hillbilly hick guys. Mm-hmm. And they're saying like, mm-hmm. let me kill him, Paul. And, you know, and they're whole, doing a whole thing. So they, uh, they to, to clear out the ship, they just suck everybody out of the airlock without yep. their suits and incorrectly says, look at them explode, which does not they happen do not in explode. the vacuum of space. They, do not, well, they, also don't explode. they also don't explain the artwork. So this is just a yes, yoku who do. doesn't know how science works. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. They're, they're not exploding. Up. Look at yes. them. Yes, they are. We're look, yes, I'm looking at one. Oh, yeah, they are. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Fine. Fine. The artwork's beautiful. <laughs> so then they uh so then they go like well you know uh prosser sticking his nose where it doesn't belong is like well what's up with this kid and i go yeah he's a precog he can read your future prosser, prosser goes, looks like the the 10 million dollar man the five billion dollar man mm-hmm. that oh uh, uh steve austin yes. with inflation he is the five billion dollar man now yeah, that guy uh which still isn't that impressive yeah, give me a give me a hell yeah, yeah. hell yeah so well, it's a diff- oh it's a different steve austin oh. <laughs> so prosser's like uh well you know that all that all that precog shit that doesn't work and so the judge house like, oh, yeah, bitch, let me tell you, uh, you're going to die. Uh, you're going to lose all your hands and your eyes and all that shit. You're going to die. And so oh, yep. so the angel gang's like, well, if he's going to die, it might be infectious. So we got to we got to dump him out of here. We got to get rid of him. Oh, that's why the frog did the rhyme. The Humpty Dumpty rhyme is there because that's yep. what uh, that's what the precog kick said to him. Yep. yep. And he's, all right. So. All right. Yep. And so, I missed that the first time around. And so Judge Dredd is like, well, that's that's kind of a bummer. And Prosser's like, no, no, you don't understand. I wouldn't have gotten the disease had they not kicked me out for fear that I was going to infect them with disease I didn't have yet. Yep. So like the precog kid did this to me. He's evil. And he and he just was trying to manipulate the situation so that I would die. And then he pops out of existence. And that doesn't make you a precog. That makes you a dick. Well, not mutually exclusive. But he may not be dead. He's just. Yeah, a, we don't know where he goes. Yeah. I guess you could Judge say Dredd that about even says, like, death in general. Well, you could, yeah. Well, you consider the fact that like he loses pieces of himself, but everything but is still he's still functioning. Yeah. So the the pieces might he's be gone somewhere. To the bad you know? place. He's just shifting um, out of reality, I suppose, because he can still talk and see, even though there's no vocal cords, just lips and yeah. teeth. So he may just be phased somewhere else. I we don't know. We don't. Know. And then Judge Dredd puts Lopez in a space coffin. Yep, and blasts him into space. Because I guess he overdoses. Because they did had they had no idea what the dosage for this drug, this frog drug, should be. In fairness, they only gave him one drop. Like, what are they going to give him? A half a drop? Well, like, what are they I mean, do? if you take two drops of LSD, you're going to have a bad time. Okay, so they uh, they throw uh, Judge Lopez out the window there, and Judge Dredd writes some things in his notes about this has been an exciting adventure with my friends. <laughs> He's like, yeah, but. Guys, Get rid of that piece of shit, Lopez. What a fuck. <laughs> Hello, mother. Stupid mustache. Hello, father. Hello, father. 
so that's the end of the first section. I guess that'd just be like the the man he's cloned from if he's writing a writing a letter to his yeah. mother and father. Dear me and test tube. So that was really the reason that we picked this book. But uh, there's a couple other things we can go through. The second section starts with uh, them answering a distress call. And they pick up this weird, uh, like, traveling salesman. He's like a bumblebee wearing a he a hay tunic with like a aboriginal, like, frightening mask. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, he, and he and is is it looks like the rip the skin off his face and the muscles are just exposed. And his and, and and spider legs on top of his head. That yeah, also I look mean, like this may be because I've been watching Tiger King, but it's, he looks like a tiger, right? No, no, he looks like a no. He, he looks like, like a, a weird barnyard bee spider monster. And his name is Rhinus Limbopop Quins. Oh, good job. Yeah, and he's got a uh, he's got a bag that opens up to another dimension. Mm-hmm. So he's got all kinds of cool stuff hidden in there. But before we talk about that, we have a weird one page aside. Yeah, a day in the life uh, of Sage Belly. Two page. Sag Belly. Yeah, two page splash of Sag Belly. Oh yeah, I guess this Sag Belly. I guess we we met him in another uh, issue. He's just a giant like. 30 foot tall frog he's in a medieval and they're just feeding dudes he's in like a medieval castle pit and uh they're just throwing throwing him humans to eat and they're praising the the toad yep fat humans and that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's and it. Then the, yeah. And then that's it. Back to, Back the, story. to the story. Uh, so, so uh, Rhinus Lingopop, he's uh, showing all the cool things that he's got to sell. And the judges are like, dude, we just rescued you. We're not, this, this isn't a house Yeah, call. we only picked you up because we have to according to intergalactic right. law. We already yeah. have an Avon lead. Yeah. So. Personally, we don't give a shit what happens to you. So like he, but he doesn't like that. The salesman feels compelled to sell people things and if not bad things mm-hmm. happen so uh they try to imprison him but instead he uh, shrinks down the lady judge and then mm-hmm. uh and then sorry, the everybody judge and then every then he starts going after the everybody judges and they, they all get shrunk <laughs> down and he puts them in his bag so i don't know if the bag is supposed to be like another dimension or if he just shrinks everything down to the point where he can i think all. the bag is just a bag it's just a bag and they're all getting shrunk okay yeah i think yes. so too well it's a nice bag nobody's nobody's impugning the quality of the bag he also Fine like workmanship. he also had a box that said mega city judges so he was ready for this Ooh. Mm-hmm. oh he's been going with this for a while gotta so, yeah, catch they, them all judge dread they put a little tag on Judge Red that says made on Earth. And that's when he figures out, oh, shit, yep. they're going to make us into yep. toys. And he finds out he's adopted. He should have just, just bought a knickknack, yep. Judge Dredd. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How, how expensive could it have been? You have the good judge salary. You can you can afford it. I agree with Judge Dredd. I never buy souvenirs. I never get knickknacks. I could care less. Yeah. I love souvenirs. <laughs> you don't need tchotchkes. Then uh, Rhinus is uh, telling the robots who are now in control of the ship, like, you got to let me down. Otherwise, you're kidnapping me. And the robots are like, dude, we we can't do it. All the all the judges are gone. The judges are the ones who can land the ship. So until we find the judges like uh, you're you're going to be stuck with us. But then Judge Dredd, miniature Judge Dredd uh, on his uh, judge cycle blows a hole. Yeah, in the bag. he straight up evil canoodles the shit. And the, the, the androids are like, uh, they immediately, they don't even think twice about uh, that he's tiny. They're like, oh, there he is. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, that must be him. We've seen this before. But then they get shrunk down too. Yep. So every, so Rhinus freaks out, starts shrinking everybody and Judge Dredd goes, well, there's only one thing to do. Uh, he manipulates the situation. He shoots a pellet that's in uh, Rhinus's hand that causes then Rhinus to shrink mm-hmm. down so now everybody's shrunk down but now all the weird monsters that rhinos were selling are alive yes Oops. they're alive but they're all still the same size yeah so judge a uh, judge dread manages to find uh a growing pellet mm-hmm. and uh, he gets super big and then he captures rhinos and that's really it and then he says like you're gonna learn exactly why they call us judges which yeah. i'm pretty sure he already knows 
Yeah, like it should be right. a safe assumption. Right. He locks him in the bag. Um, and that's the second part of the story. Yeah. So then the third part. So the uh, the, uh, the Apple Bottom Gang, or whatever the fuck they're called. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, the, yeah, the, the Angel the Gang. The Apple Bottom Gang and the boots with the fur. They're riding around in a... Uh, Soggy Bottom Boys. <laughs> yeah. They're riding around in like a, like a jalopy, like a like a one of those hand crank well, no no they're intercepting some people riding along oh yeah yeah and it's like but it's like a road warrior Mad yeah. Max car but if it was made yeah, yeah. in the 1920s and they decide they're going to take over the town yep and uh so there's one guy that works with them called uh what's his name here uh mean machine, mean machine. he has like a dial a, on his head and he can change his uh temperament based off of that it's got four settings <laughs> so he's like i'm going up to three turns it up and then like bull style <laughs> runs directly into the vehicle knocking everybody yeah. off of and it. he doesn't have a happy setting. I, I, it just starts at surly i fully believe that that dial doesn't do anything <laughs> just that they just told him it does <laughs> or and he's just he's, a stupid he's person just trying to be it's like the guy who's on the car though has a gun they should have just shot him in the face yeah, well, you know, they're 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 he's bumpkins. got a pretty menacing uh menacing cybernetic arm too. He looks cool. It's a it's a good yeah, design. How is he not the leader the, of these this guys gang? remind me they remind me of the uh what were the guys from that X-Men comic book? The uh the Oh the Reavers. The Reavers. They look like the Reavers. They're just mm. like methed out I, like yeah. bumpkins. Finally, Mike has some information. Someone mentioned X-Men. Oh, wait, let me tell you all about it in um, gross detail. So Speaking the, of gross. Yeah. So the Angel Gang uh, makes their way into this hotel and uh, they decide they're going to take it over. They throw a guy out the window so they can confiscate his room. They're just taking over the town. He's like a sheriff for the mayor and his eyes are like, they're like, they're like, uh, like uncircumcised eyes would be the best way for oh, me to describe they're it. Like, they're, they're, yeah, they're protruded they're out of his eyes. head like four inches. They're super gross. Sort of, they're but there's they're, like a skin yeah, the, like... The whole filament. skin of it comes out. Yeah, it's a pretty strange looking creature. He's great. They and, throw him uh, out the window and then they go to the local bar and they start shooting people. And uh, the, the precog judge child lets them all know that they're about to die. The sheriff shows up and he looks like Yosemite Sam. And so they oh, kill yeah. the sheriff. And the precog like James like, yeah. used to look like Yosemite Sam. So, yeah, doesn't anymore. <laughs> as a, in a dare, uh, I went and shaved a chunk out of my beard. So I had a Yosemite Sam thing, which looked ridiculous. It was the easiest dare ever. It took no argument yeah. or convincing at all. You're just like, yeah, I'm going to go do that right now. I am highly susceptible. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the precog's like, yeah, you're all going to die. And everyone attacks him. And the precog is not worried about it at all. And he says, death is coming for you. I've seen him. Death for all of you. Death in black. And then he decides to just like uh, sort of phase himself over to Judge Dredd, talk to Dredd yep. for a minute. And he tells Dredd, even I don't know what I can do yet. This is pretty badass. Yeah, he's like a Jean Grey Phoenix psychic type. Mm -hmm. And uh, Judge Dredd's turn and we're now realize that maybe this kid isn't all it's cracked up to be. Yeah. And uh, so Dredd's like, dude, you, you killed all these people like by manipulating things. And he goes, so what? I just saw yeah. one possible future, old fucking boomer. Who cares? Yeah, right. They judge Dredd's shooting people. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? What's the Your difference? Weird morality. If anything, uh, Judge Dredd is more guilty of, of murder than uh, than yeah. the, the judge This kid child. don't know what he's doing. He's just a weird kid with superpowers. So then they decide to run to Xanadu. And uh, I guess Xanadu is a planet where a lot of like escapees and refugees and, and escaped convicts go. So Judge Dredd is like, well, uh, I'm not here for any of you guys today. But if you give me some information, I have these bags of money that I as a cop just happen to have. Probably from confiscating from all the yeah. various... Uh, what you call it the weird gangs <laughs> the weird 1920s gangs that he's busting yeah so he the, he's distracting them all with cash and uh, now they're going to yep. figure out whether or not they're going to make it through the eyes of the blind and that's the end of the book so we that's probably won't find out about book. that no we won't i'm not gonna read dun, it anymore. Dun. that was exciting what do we think of that yeah. wasn't it 
Yeah, it was the artwork and I, I like the artwork is amazing. It was very uh, well. It was great how it was written, considering what time it, it yeah. was written as well. It, like I guess because you don't have the constraints of like Marvel and DC telling you what they want. It still totally holds up. It's great, Shay. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was re- pretty cool. The 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 fact that the art style stayed consistent all the way through, even though it was three different artists. Wow. And- yeah. Good point. Like yeah. I didn't even realize it was three different artists. All right. It reads really smoothly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, I love think this that's, book. That's beautifully beautifully done. Um, it was it was I, the story itself was dumb but in like ah, you know old fun. comic book dumb no exactly it's an old comic book dumb kind of way it's uh not in a not in an inherently dumb so it wasn't bad it's was, it was okay it was wonderfully silly it's silly what i like i mean it's just it's what i like about comic books is everything i like about comic books because no other medium can quite do this like you can write a book but it's not going to have the visual component and if you make like a movie or a tv show it can't look as it'll never look as weird as this Right, and then you, you know, also don't have the time to like stop and look at all the little no. little details and yeah, you can't do yeah. all that. Like the only way although when we uh, when we watched the Watchmen show, James made sure that he watched the scene with the squid monster, the squid scene, several times fulfilled a big thing of my life. Like I, I that was what I needed to see for a lot of years in my life is a live action squid explosion. Oh yeah, I was very happy with that. That was great. It was like his come to Jesus moment. It was great. It was like just <laughs> it was a great moment in my life. And I'm glad there's um, not going to be a so, season two. I loved it. Everything I like about comic books, I give it five out of five Judge Judy's. You're a moron. Watch my face. Sit up. Listen to me. Cook a turkey. Cook a turkey. A real judge. Who'd have thought? I thought she was just a TV personality. I had no idea that those were real court cases. She's beefing with Judge Wapner because she thinks Judge Wapner is boring and Judge Wapner thinks she's brass and abrasive and unprofessional. Some of those judges aren't really judges. I didn't. I I thought they were all real judges, but like, you know, some are just like judges. Like mail order judges. It's like a TV show and they just have to agree hmm. to adhere to whatever the judgment of what Judge Jerry Springer says, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, all right. I mean, Jerry Springer was a lawyer. Oh, true. And a mayor. And a mayor. <laughs> yeah. He actually would understand that. <laughs> all right. I think it's going to do it for this time. Mm-hmm. We got to wrap it up because I got to make sure we didn't completely botch the whole technical side of this thing. I, like I said, it's going to be it's going to be rough. Again. <laughs> yeah. If this is if this is a botch, this is probably the last episode. Uh, no, no, no. So <laughs> you can uh, leave us uh, ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Also at DarksideScouch.com. Uh, you can leave us requests at the Facebook fan page. We have Instagram account uh, that I'm not maintaining. Shay was at, at DarksideScouch.com. Or at dark, no, just, at dark Side's couch? Yeah, it's just Dark Side's couch. No punctuation, all one word. I'm not managing it. Um, yeah, but, I yeah. don't do Facebook, so I'm all on the, the, the Instagram side of things. So, there you go. You know, the, all those pictures of podcasts. And I don't do anything. Yep. Uh, Mike, what are we doing next time? Uh, uh, we're going to do the spirit based off of requests. Yes. I'm so excited. Yeah, we got a request for Will Eisner, the spirit, who is actually a talented person. So we're going to have some trouble right? with this. <laughs> We're gonna do a six- we have a lot of talented books. I say all the books we do are made by talented people, except for Crazy Man. They are. We've, we've yet to read a book by somebody who had zero talent. They're just not applying it well a lot of the times. But we're going to do some like 60s reprints of 40s uh, spirit books. I'm sure they're going to age well. Yeah, sure. Oh, I'm sure there's nothing questionable in there. But uh, yeah, I think this has been a tough experiment, but I think this is working out well. Uh, we don't know what the situation is going to be like. We don't know how things are going to evolve or devolve, but hopefully we're going to have another episode next week. Um, hopefully this Zoom situation worked out and we keep doing that. But other than that, I think we're in a pretty good spot so far. Yeah. Everybody's surviving. 
yeah thanks for uh, checking out this none of you have any yep. excuse to never listen to the show now and uh, tell us what you want us to read we've already did the superman molestation book so you gotta stop t- asking us to do that one you just gotta go back yeah. and find <laughs> it we can only do that so many times already there yeah. uh that's it anybody else got anything else they want to add uh judge dread's great you should read it uh wash your hands don't touch your face. Uh, don't go to church, for God's sakes. Yeah, seriously, guys. Like, God, find God in your house. Don't go to fucking church. Or don't accept do the fact that your childish uh, beliefs are not real. Okay, we don't have to do that. <laughs> we don't have to go down that path. But just, like, don't be fucking idiots. Yeah, right? Accept your new god, Dark Side. That's it, Cushion Crusaders. You are about to enter the courtroom. Of Judge Dredd. The people are real. The cases are real. The rulings are final. This is the Judge Dread. Judgment time. Sentence is death. Pyrex. Motherfucker. I am the law.